Today, there are two million descendants of French-Canadian immigrants living in New England. These are our stories. Welcome to the French-Canadian Legacy Podcast. Venez tous jeunes fils et garçons, je vais vous raconter l'histoire de notre immigration ici au USA, de grands aventuriers de pays étrangers. This is the French-Canadian Legacy News. I am Jesse Martineau. So I guess the first news update I have is that we're now going to try to have a news segment. When I first kicked off the podcast a number of months ago, I noted that a major mission of the podcast was to try to discuss those that are promoting the Franco-American slash French-Canadian-American history, culture, and heritage. So on our preview episode, I hope to be able to pass along some of the things that are happening in the Franco-American world. Uh, we're going to try it out this episode, kind of see how it goes. We'll start with former guest Patrick Lacroix's Query the Past blog, which has been very active. He kicked off a month-long look into the pages of Le Forum, the publication that we have talked about on the podcast before. It is put out by that crew at the Franco-American Center in Orono, Maine. And Patrick starts by discussing the beginning of the Le Forum project in the 1970s. It's actually super interesting. Former guest Juliana LaRue, as always, has been posting really good stuff on her Franco-American News and Culture blog. She wrote a uh, very cool Halloween blog about a French connection to the end of the Salem witch trials. Former guest James Miles' Parlez-vous American blog also has a fun post uh, for Halloween called The Haunting of French Louis. It tells a uh, pretty cool ghost story from Maine's St. John Valley from the late 1800s. Now, something that's been getting a lot of attention among Franco-American circles was the fact that L.P. Turcos' Histoire de l'Ile de l'Orléans has been translated into English by Dr. Elizabeth Blood, and now that can be found at the Salem State University's Digital Commons. Now, this is a really great resource uh, probably something that deserves a lot more focus uh, from us here at the French Canadian Legacy. Um, the most recent Maple Stars and Stripes podcast actually takes a look at the Canadian colonial censuses for the Quebec province and Acadia uh, from basically the earliest times uh, to the late 18th century. Obviously, a uh, pretty awesome resource uh, for those doing genealogy work. As for events, tickets are currently available for the Franco-American Center of New Hampshire's 10th Beaujolais Nouveau Gala. If you're into really good food and enjoying some amazing wine, this might be an event uh, you could be interested in. And I will note that reservations close on Friday, November 15th. And also super fun, guest of the show, uh, the person who did the intro for this podcast, Jose Vachon, will be performing at that event, which is really, really neat. The Vermont French-Canadian Genealogical Society actually has a number of things going on, and an upcoming event I thought sounded pretty interesting was a presentation on how to best utilize myheritage.com. So that's kind of cool. Now, this event will be on November 23rd. The Alliance Francaise of the Lake Champlain region, an organization we're actually going to be talking about in the upcoming episode, they're going to host a social hour at the Burlington Downtown Hilton Garden Inn on November 20th. Now, this is open to all of those who would like, I like the way they put this, open to all those who would like to share a glass of cheer and speak a little French. The online literary journal Resonance announced that it will be taking submissions for the second issue on, up until December 1st. We, we talked about uh, Resonance and our Stephen Riel episode. Really, really awesome project. In an event I thought it was actually really cool, the French Cultural Center in Boston is hosting a screening of the documentary Being Napoleon. 
have actually seen this film. It is super interesting. It's super entertaining. So if you are in the area, I definitely recommend checking it out. Now, that event will be on November 14th. Finally, this Friday, I was able to attend the New Hampshire Association of World Language Teachers Conference. I need to thank John Toussignol, the French Franco-American Center, for letting me tag along. I also need to give a giant thank you to Kate Harrington, a professor at Plymouth State University and president of the New Hampshire chapter of the American Association of Teachers of French, for allowing me the opportunity to address the group of New Hampshire French teachers. It was absolutely awesome uh, to be in the room and to see all the amazing people passing on this French language to students. Now, there's obviously a ton of stuff happening in the Franco-American world. I did not get to all of it. But if you have an event coming up and you think others, listeners to the podcast, would be interested, please pass this along. Now, on to Mike and the preview of next week's episode. Next week's guest is Lise Verineau. Lise is the Director of Community Relations and International Affairs for Alliance Française of the Lake Champlain region in Vermont. Earlier this year, she was knighted by the government of France join the French National Order of Merit. Lise will talk about that experience and also about growing up only speaking French in the house and how a role in Rapunzel helped her to learn English. You'll learn about the Sister City Project between Burlington and Enfleur, which she's the chair. We hope you'll check out next week's fantastic episode. All right, so now what we have in the off week, I do kind of like a preview of the upcoming episode. Okay. And I throw in a bonus question, generally having nothing at all uh, to do with what we talked about during the actual interview. And you're going to get one of my favorite go-to bonus questions because you have uh, a pretty unique background. So this is kind of fun. Did you grow up eating pork pie during oh, the holidays? Yeah. In your family? So you called it tortier because in my family it was always turkey, which I thought was kind of interesting. Oh, tortier. No, tortier. My mom had the best recipe. She made the best pastry was very very flaky <laughs> now was did your mom because everybody's got a different recipe and one of the issues that comes up here in manchester is whether or not you choose to include potatoes yeah in the pork pie is that something your mom did so my mom did not but nice. the recipe that i use now because of influences <laughs> outside of my mom does include mashed potatoes and w- one final pork pie question, because so far nobody else has been able to confirm this for me. My grandmother always made it with nuts. She went no potatoes but nuts, but nobody else I've ever talked to ever had nuts no. in their pork pie. No, that sounds like a mincemeat kind of thing. So, yeah, so you're not having that at all either. No, uh-uh. <laughs> <I'll go with laughs> That's, not That's not tortilla. That's not tortilla to me. <laughs> But we always had the pickles. Always had the pickles on the side. <laughs> on the side seems like a, a crucial components of the tortilla. All right, well, awesome. Thank you very much for joining us, Lisa. All right, thank you, Jesse. Thank you, Mike. Now our fathers look at us and sigh with despair To think that everything they love we simply do not share But the spirit never dies, our culture will survive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Each of us must choose how much to keep alive Special thanks to Josie Vashon for providing the music. You can find more about her at josievashon.com. This podcast was produced and edited by Mike Campbell. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at fclpodcast at gmail.com. 
You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at FCL Podcast for more information about the topics discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this episode.